Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. This morning, a judge was sentenced for a former Washington football player involved in a fatal crash here in Loudoun County. I'm Neil Augenstein. The Justice Department appeals the judge's order for a special master for Donald Trump's situation in Mar-a-Lago. As more buses with migrants continue to arrive in D.C., a public emergency has been declared by the mayor. I'm Mike Marillo. Gains on Wall Street at the closing bell. The Dow was up 93. Nasdaq picked up 70 at the Thursday bell. And the S&P was up 26. Asian stocks higher this morning. Good morning. Welcome in. One o'clock. Friday morning on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. It is near dawn in Britain, and residents there are waking in a nation now different today than it was yesterday. Their queen of 70 years is gone. It's always been in the back of everyone's mind, but no one really wants to believe it would happen. It just came as a shock to all of us. Elizabeth II died at her royal estate in Scotland at the age of 96 after spending more time on the British throne than any of her predecessors, succeeded by her 73-year-old son, now King Charles III. The reaction to the Queen's death has been worldwide. China's leader offering sincere sympathies. Elton John paying tribute at his final concert in Toronto. In the U.S., federal flags flying at half-staff and bells... At the Washington National Cathedral, while elsewhere... Around the globe today, news broadcasts reported the unfolding events. Reigning from this small island, Queen Elizabeth was perhaps the most famous woman in the world. World leaders paid tribute. She was one of my favorite people in the world. And I will miss her so. President Emmanuel Macron of France said she embodied British unity. President Vladimir Zelensky, leader of embattled Ukraine, said the Queen's death was an irreparable loss. And Pope Francis offered prayers for her eternal rest. Correspondent Holly Williams in London. Two sheriff's deputies have been shot to death in suburban Atlanta in Cobb County, Georgia. They were attempting to serve a warrant. WGCL-TV's Rick Fulbaum. I've learned from a source, a law enforcement source, uh, that one of the sheriff's deputies was shot in the head. The other was shot in the pelvis. And they were transporting that deputy to the hospital uh, when they passed away. There has been a standoff with a suspect. The latest on California's heat and power crisis. Reporter Matt Bigler of KCBS Radio. Heat-related equipment failures cut power this week to small businesses, malls, and even a hospital. Valley Medical Center in San Jose was in the dark for hours after backup generators failed and patients had to be moved to other air-conditioned buildings. On the Consumer Watch, Botox is getting its first competitor in the anti-aging department. The FDA has approved a new anti-wrinkle treatment called Daxify that one-ups the original Botox by promising to last two months longer. Sports note, ready for a pitch clock in baseball. The Associated Press reports MLB is planning to announce one on Friday. Pitchers will have 15 seconds with no runners on base, 20 seconds with runners on. Dow Futures up 128 points. This is CBS News. 
Car free day. Use transit, ride share, bike, walk, scooter, or telework on Thursday, September 22nd. Take the free pledge at carfreemetrodc.org for special promotions and a free raffle entry for a chance to win great prizes. Even if you're already car free or car light, take the free pledge today and commute with confidence. Visit carfreemetrodc.org. That's carfreemetrodc.org. WTOP at 103. Good Friday morning, September 9th, 2022. A clearing sky as we head towards daybreak. Might see some patchy fog by morning rush. Lows in the 50s and 60s before we're done. 63 at our nation's capital now. And Dean Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your Friday morning ride. Topping the stories we're looking at for you as we head into this day together. We begin with Britain's longest-serving monarch, who died this week at 96. Queen Elizabeth, we're talking about the second, is being remembered this morning as a symbol of grace and stability in an increasingly turbulent environment. She visited our area several times, actually. In 2007, for example, she and her husband, Prince Philip, at the time commemorated the 400th anniversary of the founding of Jamestown in Virginia. With the benefit of hindsight, we can see that in that event, the origins of a singular endeavor, the building of a great nation founded on the eternal values of democracy and equality. The Queen spoke at that time uh, during a joint session of the General Assembly in Richmond, Virginia. In D.C., people are dropping by the British Embassy this week locally in Northwest. Some to lay flowers, others just to be in the community with others to mark the end, certainly, of an era. A good quote that I had heard, 19th century didn't end and so Queen Victoria passed, and so I think that this really is kind of the symbolic end of the 20th century. Clark Wahlberger, quick to say he's a proud supporter of representative democracy, waved the Union Jack at the embassy to mark the passing of the era. Katya was philosophical. Her death brings upon the recognition that time is moving forward, that now there's a new king, then there will be another one, and there'll be another one. While John Riley has concerns about a world without Queen Elizabeth in it. And now that she's gone, that aspect of that civilizing British aspect, you know, I'm just afraid it'll be lost. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. More about the Queen's passing this week at the age of 96. A click away at WTOP.com. WTOP News Time, now 105. In other news, this early Friday morning for you here on TOP, former Washington football player Tajazar Everett is sentenced this week to three months of house arrest. Everett pleaded guilty to the reduced charge of reckless driving in the crash you'll remember late last year that killed his girlfriend, Olivia Peters. Here in Loudoun County District Court, DeShazer Everett's mother hugged Olivia Peters' mother. Judge Deborah Welsh called the crash a tragic accident. She ordered Everett to serve three months of home arrest and make a public service announcement about the dangers of reckless driving. Everett's lawyer, Kaveh Norshad, had asked that he serve the time under house arrest so he could continue his rehab to try to get back in the NFL. The judge said Everett's making a PSA would have more impact than spending three months in jail. In Leesburg, Neil Augenstein, WTOP News. 106 Friday morning here at TOP. New this morning, a person is dead after a crash locally in Fauquier County that closed for a time all east lanes of I-66 happening Thursday night. Last night around 8.30, we're told. Virginia State Police say an RV collided, apparently with a tractor trailer. The crash causing the RV at the time to run off the highway, through the guardrail, and down an embankment. One person has died, many said to be injured. Stay with WTOP. Carlos will have more shortly on how it may be affecting your commute this early morning. In other news, according to reports, 9,500 migrants 
have been bused to the nation's capital from Texas and Arizona so far. And with a lot of uncertainty these days surrounding just how long this will go on, D.C.'s mayor is this week declaring a public emergency to better prepare the city for a response. The governors of Texas and Arizona have turned us into a border town. D.C. Councilmember Brianne Nadeau speaking at a news conference with D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, where the mayor announced a public emergency in order to respond to the busing of migrants to D.C. from Texas and Arizona. Our expectation is to believe what they've said and that hundreds of more buses will be coming over the fall. The mayor says this move answers the question. How can we live up to our values and make sure that we have a humane, efficient process uh, to deal with a crisis not of our making. The declaration, among other things, will allow for the establishment of the Office of Migrant Services, which will help migrants who choose to stay or move on. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. It's Friday, September 9th. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 108. Glad you're a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael Hanson. Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks. Good morning to Carlos Ramirez with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. The southbound side of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, unfortunately, is still dealing with an accident scene. The delays are basically all cleared up. I'd say just less vehicles on the roadway right now, but the far left lane should still be blocked as you make way past 175. Be aware of that one there. Again, it's going to be a very, very short delay, so you will almost come up at the accident scene at speed. If you're headed on the eastbound side of Maryland 100, headed just past I-95, looks like they do have a work zone out there. Should be blocking at least one far left lane. No delays because of it, though. You should be okay as far as that's concerned. Uh, if you're headed on the westbound side of 32 or northbound, headed just past Route 1, looks like one, that uh, northbound lane is blocked, so you're going to have to follow direction there. They should be flagging through that area. Interloop of the Capitol Beltway, you're jammed up from after 270 all the way over towards Georgia Avenue. It's for the work crew. That's only letting by a single far right lane. The the delays are getting much better, as I mentioned. Less vehicles on the roadway, so it shouldn't cause too much trouble. In Virginia, the inner loop of the Beltway had the mobile work zone. Last time I saw them, they were just making their way past 123 in the Dulles Toll Road. Very possible that they're still out there blocking the left-hand side. Now, the ramp that takes you from the inner loop of the Beltway onto the GW Parkway has had work on that ramp for uh, just about a week now, so you will likely find uh, some work crews there on that ramp. Last night they were on the left-hand side, but the night before that they were on the right, so they might be on either side tonight. Georgetown Pike still dealing with a work zone and they're alternating traffic headed to and from Spring Hill Road. Bit of a delay in, the either, in either direction, of course, as expected. Now if you're headed eastbound on 66 after Nutley Street, on your approach towards the Beltway, the work crew is along the right-hand side of the roadway. Uh, you should have a single lane getting by along the left. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. A beautiful Friday overall, starting off the day with temperatures in the upper 50s to 60s and a warm, even hot afternoon with highs in the low to mid 80s and mainly clear skies. For tomorrow on your Saturday, partly sunny with highs in the mid 70s to low 80s and some scattered rain showers on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 68 in Hyattsville, 64 this 1 a.m. hour, Friday morning, September 9th in Fredericksburg, Virginia 70 in Eastern Maryland. We have gone up a couple of degrees. We're up to 66 now in our nation's capital. Again, the 1 a.m. hour, Friday morning. Glad you're with us this early hour. This latest check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTLP at 111. More on the passing of the Queen this week coming up. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane.
Have you been wanting to give your home or apartment a fresh new look? Perhaps furnish an Airbnb? Or maybe you need help setting up your home office? Come in today during Court Furniture Outlet's annual Labor Day sale and let Court's friendly and knowledgeable furniture consultants help you find everything you need to live and work in comfort and style. Court Furniture prices are always super low because they lease their furniture for use in model homes, movies, and television by home stagers and corporate offices. And when the furniture comes back, they sell it for pennies on the dollar. Now save even more during Court's annual Labor Day sale on an incredible selection of new and previously leased furniture and decor for the home or office. All on sale, in stock, and ready for immediate delivery. Plus mention promo code Labor Day and receive an additional 10% off your purchase with five locations in the DMV, in Capitol Heights, Rockville, and Catonsville, Maryland, and in Alexandria and Chantilly, Virginia. Or go to CourtFurnitureOutlet.com. That's C-O-R-T FurnitureOutlet.com. This is WTOP News. It is Friday morning, September 9th. Welcome into the 1 a.m. hour, one twelve to be exact, on WTOP. Glad you're with us. Now we turn this morning to the death of Queen Elizabeth this week at 96. In London, large crowds gathered outside of Buckingham Palace after the news of the monarch's passing came. This morning, London-based correspondent Dana Lewis, who says he thinks a lot of people right now in the U.K. will now be lost for a while anyway without the Queen. They grew up with her, and they just have not known anyone else as the figurehead, as the monarch, as the constitutional leader of the United Kingdom. And, you know, even former Prime Minister Tony Blair said, this is not just our monarch, but the matriarch of our nation. And here's what he said, that the figure who more than any other brought our country together, kept us in touch with our better nature, personified everything that makes us proud to be British. And... You know, it's interesting to note that, right? And I think Blair, he's very eloquent, and I think he captures the moment. But she was the monarch at a time when Britain was probably at its greatest. And since then, you know, we have seen the decline uh, of Britain, the separation, even in recent days and in the last year and two, where they have left the European Union, the economy is slumping, the future is not as bright as when she came after World War II and led the nation into a new era. She will be missed and people will think back to that time. And, you know, where does Charles, King Charles III, take up the crown from here? I don't think there will be the celebration of the royal family. And it is not celebrated by everybody, but I don't think there will be the celebration nationally of the royal family that there was under the stalwart, reliable, loved Queen Elizabeth. You mentioned it's not loved by everybody. There is a sizable group of people there that just don't believe the monarchy should exist. They, they find it even offensive. But even they, I wonder tonight, uh, if they cannot tip their cap, so to speak, to Queen Elizabeth. They didn't necessarily hold any personal animosity toward her in the same way that they hold it toward the monarchy itself. No, I mean, I think you're right. They, they hold animosity towards the, you know, billions of dollars that are spent by the royal family. But she as a public servant, I don't think anybody can question the fact, no matter what, she was always putting nation above personal interest. After that, though, there was a lot of trouble in the royal family. There's a lot of division between the grandsons, between Harry and William. There are other scandals and things that I, I think, to a large degree, you'll see King Charles 
pare down the royal family. It will not be as big as it was, and he is he has given hints of that in the days to come, that it will be a different royal footprint. That's London-based correspondent Dana Lewis on Skype. He hosts the Backstory with Dana Lewis podcast, talking there, of course, with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Friday, September 9th. Glad you're with us this early hour. 1.15 to be exact on WTLP. Rob's turn once again this morning. For the first time in the Sean McVay era in Los Angeles, the Rams lost their opening game. They took a 31-10 beating from the Buffalo Bills, the second largest season opening loss by a defending Super Bowl champion. Vaughn Miller played for those Rams in February, but his two sacks and three tackles for loss, a big reason why the Bills won Thursday night, telling NBC. I still miss those guys. What we did is something special. You can never take that away. I'm happy to be a Bill, and I'm happy to be in Buffalo, but L.A. always hold a special place in my heart. Super Bowl 56, I always hold a special place in my heart, and my teammates always hold a special place in my heart. While his former quarterback, Matthew Stafford, had three picks, his current quarterback, Josh Allen, threw three touchdowns, including a 53-yarder to former Terp, Stephon Diggs. As we count down to Commander's kickoff on Sunday, check out our preview and predictions for the Burgundy and Gold in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle on WTOP.com or your preferred podcast platform. The Nationals sent Alex Call to start in left field for an ailing Victor Robles at the last minute, and Call delivered a breakout five RBI performance in an 11-6 win over the Cardinals, telling Masson. It's hard not to be uh, ecstatic. <laughs> first four-hit game, first multi-hit game <laughs> in the big leagues. So it's pretty special, especially off of a legend, Adam Wainwright and Yachty behind the plate. The 40-something pair he just listed, Yachty Molina and Adam Wainwright, tied the major league record of 324 starts together as a battery. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Rob, as always, 117, Friday morning, September 9th on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following for you here at TOP this morning, President Joe Biden this week locally visiting the British Embassy in Northwest D.C., paying tribute to Queen Elizabeth II, who has died at the age of 96. He signed a condolence book, we're told, to honor the monarch and called the Queen a great lady. Condolences, meantime, pouring in from around the world right now, for the world's longest-serving monarch she was. Her reign saw Britain through decades of change. She had been on the throne since 1952, when the nation was still rebuilding from the destruction of World War II. Elizabeth became a global icon of calmness and fortitude through years of political upheaval and social changes, both at home and abroad. Also new this morning, the Justice Department is apparently appealing that federal judge's decision recently to appoint a special master to go through the thousands of documents the FBI seized from former President Donald Trump's Florida estate last month. Stay with WTLP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Friday morning, September 9th, where the time now is 1.18. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Carlos Ramirez with us in the WTLP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. The eastbound side of 66 per usual. Got a handful of work zones for you. As you make your way past the exit for 29 in Gainesville, you will find them along the right-hand, uh, I'm sorry, on the left-hand side of the roadway. Not to worry, watching the cameras now, you've got plenty of room. You have at least two lanes along the right side getting by without any real slowdown. As you head past the Manassas rest area, you should find them along the left-hand side as well. Continuing past the Centerville exits towards 28. 
as of now. Uh, look, no delays because of it, but you should have just a single right lane getting by at this time. Finally, as you make your way towards the Beltway itself, for a quick second, it seems like they maybe were thinking about stopping traffic, not to worry. Uh, looks like a single left lane is still getting by. You're going to slow down uh, pretty dramatically there as you make your approach towards the Beltway, but things open up once you get either on the Beltway or continue on 66. Interloop of the Beltway, don't see that mobile work crew any longer. They were headed along the Interloop of the Beltway past Route 7 and 123, and they were blocking the farmost left lane. However, haven't seen them in a few minutes, though. It's very likely that they finished up what they needed to get done. Interloop of the Beltway, the ramp that takes you onto the GW Parkway southbound, still has the work crew on the ramp there. Not going to slow you down too dramatically, but you're definitely going to see them on the ramp, so just be careful as you make your way onto 270 or onto the GW Parkway itself. Georgetown Pike, unfortunately, still alternating traffic for the work crew. That's going to be as you make your way to and from Spring Hill Road. Bit of a delay through that area, as expected. In Maryland, the southbound side of the BW Parkway has the access seen near 175 left side of the roadway blocked there inner loop of the capital beltway just a single right lane gets past the work zone between 270 and all the way over towards georgia avenue very slow through that area but as traffic lightens up here uh, things will look better as you make your way on the inner loop of the beltway the ramp that takes you onto eastbound 50 a little crowded there might have some crash activity there as well carlos ramirez wtop traffic a beautiful finish to the work week starting off our friday with temperatures in the upper 50s and 60s and warming into the low to mid 80s with low humidity and mainly clear skies for tomorrow a mix of clouds and sunshine with highs in the mid-70s to low 80s. Feeling a bit humid on Sunday with some scattered rain showers. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. We've gone up another degree. We're at 67 degrees in our nation's capital. This latest check, 1 a.m. hour on WTOP, brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted, same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber. The latest on the passing of Queen Elizabeth at 96 this week, coming up on WTOP. <laughs> You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. At 1.20, good morning. Two brand new tickets are making their presence felt in D.C. From U Street to downtown, from Adams Morgan to Anacostia. Introducing the District Diamonds and 51st Scratchers from D.C. Lottery. Inspired by the district. Made for the district. With prizes up to $151,000. Grab them today from your local D.C. Lottery retailer. Because here in D.C., this is how we play. Please play responsibly. This is WTOP News. You know, there are lots of ways crooks rip off Medicare these days, and scams are said to be on the rise right now. Crooks with tricks getting you to share your Medicare number? They're just getting the Medicare information so they can bill Medicare and never providing any services at all. But Rebecca Kinney with the Office of Healthcare Information and Counseling at Senior Medicare Patrol says some fraudsters make money convincing you something unnecessary is needed, like screening for genetic markers for cancer they actually do, but... The biggest piece of fraud is billing for things like those genetic tests or wheelchairs or back braces, um, diabetic supplies that people never receive. So she says review monthly statements of how much gets billed and for what. Christy King, WTOP News. And we're this morning. The Kennedy Center will be opening a brand new permanent exhibit that spotlights the president it's named for. Deborah Rutter, president of the Kennedy Center, introduced the new interactive exhibit. President Kennedy said, I see little of more importance to the future of our country and our civilization than full recognition of the place of the artist. President John F. Kennedy's granddaughter, Rose Kennedy Schlossberg. While his spirit remains strong and present throughout the Kennedy Center, from artwork depicting his likeness to inspirational words that are etched on the walls outside, 
There has never been a place within the Kennedy Center to really learn about him until now. The exhibit will open September 17th. At the Kennedy Center, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 123. Good morning. Elizabeth II has died this week at the age of 96. She was Britain's second longest serving monarch ever on the throne for more than 70 years. This morning, CBS News correspondent Holly Williams from London with public reaction. I was outside Buckingham Palace. Crowds actually began to gather at the Golden Gate even before we'd heard of her passing, just when we'd had that first notification that she was in, in poor health. After she, after we heard that she had passed away, uh, thousands began to, to gather there in central London. I'm now outside Windsor Castle, which is just west of London. This place has been home to kings and queens for over 900 years. Once again, there's quite a large crowd of people that have gathered here. Many of them are bringing flowers, uh, paying their respects to their late queen. Some of them are, are quite emotional. You know, she was a she was a tiny woman in physical stature, but she was a giant. Uh, a towering figure in this country, the longest-serving British monarch in history. It's pretty extraordinary when you think about it. She ascended the throne in 1952, age 25. Winston Churchill was the prime minister. She was a, a fresh-faced young mother, uh, and she has left it uh, a great-grandmother. Uh, some would say that she was uh, almost single-handedly responsible for shoring up support for the, the monarchy as an institution in this country, not because of what she said, uh, she was a woman of few words, but because of what she did, she was widely regarded uh, as quiet, reliable, steadfast, uh, and a true servant of her people. Holly, her son, uh, Prince Charles, now becomes King Charles III. Talk about his ascension to the throne and how, where the monarchy in Britain stands right now with the passing of Queen Elizabeth. Well, I think it's a, a colossal understatement to say that Queen Elizabeth II will be a hard act to follow. She had the kind of, you know, the kind of popularity uh, that politicians can really only dream of. She was loved by many in this country. Uh, but just as importantly, she was respected by many of those who are not fervent monarchists. So uh, Prince Charles, now King Charles III, is much less popular. His wife Camilla is also less popular. He's been criticised at times uh, for uh, perhaps getting involved too much in politics. He's already well into his 70s. He's really been, been waiting his whole life to take over this job. But let's see how he and his wife, Camilla, grow into their roles as they take the reins of the British monarchy. That's CBS News correspondent Holly Williams from London talking with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The time now is 125. Money News, 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Clayton. The Dow finished Thursday up 193 points. That's more than a half percent. Lenders started foreclosures on 24,000 homes nationwide last month, a 180% jump from a year ago. The number of first-time unemployment claims fell for the fourth straight week last week to the lowest level since May. Real estate firm Bright MLS is moving its Rockville headquarters to North Bethesda. Rockville-based Choice Hotels is also moving its headquarters to North Bethesda. Jeff Glable, WTOP News. Remodeling for how you live today. Here's Craig Dorosco, founder of Sun Design Remodeling, sharing how remodeling can bring family and friends together. It's probably never been a more exciting time to remodel. I think 20 years ago and even 10, it was often that there would be a lot of resistance to say, 
well, I can't take the jacuzzi tub out of the master bath because the realtor said I needed it or I needed that formal living room. But then when I would inquire, I would often get, well, I only used the bathtub once that first week we moved in. I haven't used it in 20 years. Or 